Good morning and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Come on out to the store and join us. We are at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Uh, and you can phone in if you can't make it here this morning. Our experts are standing by. Call us at 217-356-9397 or even text us at 351 351- Five three five seven. Now I mentioned the experts, and we do have um, Steve Brown. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, John Weisgarber. Good morning, Tamara. And good morning, Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. And I'm actually not standing. In case uh, you didn't oh, oh no! Uh, you are excuse me. Quite relaxed. I am. I'm digging this. Marianne is reclining. <laughs> In this beautiful chair, I actually need to take this home with me, don't I? Yeah. Add that to your list. I might have to. Why not? You look great in there. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the footrest, too. Yeah, right. I do, too. Yeah, I'll bet you do. <laughs> and your stylish socks. Yes, they're warm socks. Ah, that's key. Yeah, well, yeah, for those who don't know, they moved our table that we're used to sitting at up front. I I so. think I'm going to have to buy that outdoor table. I don't need any more tables outdoors, uh-huh. but I think I need it Boy, just because I'm... So bonded to it. You know? part, yes. been part of her life. For part of my life. A few years. <laughs> it is. It's the plant experts table. Uh, but then again, it gives us an excuse to sit back here amongst all of your nice furniture. This I'm surprised that you nice. didn't set up out in the greenhouse. Oh. You know, Central Illinois' largest that. selection of houseplants out there. It's impressive. And we've got a couple of special guests today. You do? Yeah, that's We do, right. yeah. What do you guys, you guys want to kind of break the news? What's going on today? Who's visiting? Well. Mrs. Claus. <gasps> really? Oh, yeah. my gosh. I can't wait. I, I can't believe she could take time out from the North Pole. It's a pretty busy time for them. But, yeah. you know, we, 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 we managed to get her here. Yeah. So Mrs. Pulled Claus is here strings. at, what, 2 o'clock? Mm-hmm. And she's going to have story time uh, with the kids. Fun. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's going to be great. And I'm sure you could probably take a few photos uh, as well. That's at 2 o'clock. Of course, it's absolutely free. And that's going to be out in the houseplant greenhouse. And prior to Mrs. Claus' arrival, I believe from 10 to 2. I believe it is 10 to correct. 2. That's uh, correct. We have an appearance by the Snow Queen. <laughs> so they've got a, yeah. a neat setup there. So again, uh, absolutely free pictures. Uh, bring your phones in and the kids, and, uh, and it's and, a meet and greet with the Snow Queen. Get the picture taken, and the I set's great. I saw it. Yes, the set is so cute. You've got a separate one for Mrs. Claus, and then you have a, a one for the Snow Queen. Yeah. And, uh, and I love all of the large reindeer that you have. Like, of course, yeah, of course we have the big red chair. That's, that's Everybody legendary. Loves. <laughs> Absolutely. The Adirondack chair. Isn't that? It's so much fun. Red with those yeah. big reindeer by it. It's a great photo op. Oh, absolutely. And everything out there is set up for photo ops. It's just great. Uh-huh. I agree. So that's going on today. Snow Queen at 10 o'clock. Mrs. Claus at 2 o'clock. I love the magical bridge that goes to the Snow Isn't Queen. Awesome? Wow. It, magical. And the arch. Yeah. Oh. All oh. those twinkling lights. What yes. a great idea, though. I mean, that what an inspiration for decorating. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Speaking of decorating. Idea. It is. Speaking yes. of decorating. We do have some green boughs left. Yes, we do. We do. Uh, I think uh, John and you and Susan hit the right number, so we're not running out too early this year. This is almost going to be perfect It's it, as, yeah. as far as having some boughs I, still. I was talking it, to John walking in this morning. I think I need some. 
So, so and we have them. Yeah, which is pretty darn good. Yeah. But we've got uh, some Frasers and some Balsams left. Yeah, they're beautiful. There, the fresh they cut trees, yeah. really nice selection. Again, yeah, they yeah. opened up the last few bundles, so it's again they're not like they're all picked over kind of guys. Right. So fresh cut balsams and Frasers, good selection. Uh, decent selection of Rees, you know, twenty eight yes. inches yeah, and under. Good. The big boys are all gone, but the small ones are are still out there. Forty eight inches is a small one. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then the uh, porch pots. Uh, Y'all and Berta and Teresa cranked some out this we week. We have a nice yep. selection, uh, yes. We were down too dangerously low last Monday, so they cranked some more out this week. And oh, wow. A few fresh ones back to up. go. Yep. Yeah, the so it's looking good. So for there. outdoor decorating, we still got it going on. We still on. got it going. Great selection of lights. Uh, not too late by right. any means. Let's stop right there because they're calling in. Yay. I know. Nate in Champaign is standing by. Good morning, Nate. Thanks for joining us. Are you able to hear me? I can. Great. Did you want to talk to the experts? Well, I did, but my name's not Nate. This is Major Summit. How are you guys doing this morning? Oh, Major, Major Randy. Randy. Major Randy. Oh, well, for this morning, you can be Nate Summit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'll be Nate today. And okay. <laughs> How are you? How are you doing, Major I'm Randy? I'm, I'm very, very good. We do have a Nate this year because uh, we have interns this year, and his name is Nate, but that's okay. Perfect. I was calling in to, to check and see how things are going and to tell everyone thank you so much for all your support this year. Uh, things are going really, really well. I hope things are going well uh, for the Salvation Army and Champaign County as a whole, and we, we can talk about that. If you're referring to the Santa Sacks, uh, we'll wrap up this weekend. Um, the Champagne wow. location uh, is know, right? uh, ahead of schedule uh, from last year, and uh, you know our goal as a company was to raise fifteen thousand dollars for the well for the Salvation Army as a whole, wherever our stores are located. And right now, I'm going to guess that the Champagne location will probably raise six thousand alone of the fifteen thousand. The, the way it's looking. That's awesome. So we've got a few bags left up there. Yes, uh, we we moved the display again. Yet again. Yet again. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's going on. How, how's it going overall in the county as far as uh, fundraising, as far as volunteers and all the neat things? Well, it's going fairly well. Uh, again, this morning, I apologize. I couldn't be actually with you in person. Uh, but today's our Rotary Day where we'll have... Almost every single location is going to be covered by Rotarians all over the county. Uh, so that's where I'm at this morning, already awesome. out delivering kettles. So that's Wonderful. why I just wanted to call in. But So it's going real well. Uh, as far as finances, we're just a little bit ahead of last year, so we're doing okay. Uh, still concerned because we've got uh, about a little over a week to go, and we need to raise about uh, $90,000 in that week. But, I, you know, the community has always been very, very generous. The whole county is very generous, so we're confident we'll make it this year. Uh, volunteers are doing well, and we're gearing up right now for our uh, toy shop. The reason we raise a lot of the money is so that we can help all the kids and families this Christmas season, and that's what we'll be doing all of next week. Uh, next week is when we're finally distributing all the toys and uh, food cards and stuff to the 800-plus families that we're doing this year. So it's that's a busy amazing. time. 800-plus yeah. families. And I know that's we so had cool. the, the toy drive just this past Thursday, and I just wanted to thank again everybody who drove through and dropped off a donation of either a, an unwrapped toy or a monetary donation. We so appreciate it. And, uh, and that was a wonderful yeah. showing for the Salvation Army and Toys for Tots. 
So, so oh, I was. Yeah. So- and, and, and again, I was just going to say, and the, and the media was so wonderful this year. I mean, WDDX did a great job. Ninety-seven-five was great. Fourteen hundred was great. Uh, all the media pitched in and did such a wonderful job. So, really appreciate all of them. Um, but Thanks, yeah, we did a, it was wonderful. We filled uh, both of our box trucks, top to bottom, front to back, side to side, oh, and incredible. then two other trailers, and had about twenty bikes on top of that. So it was wow. a great, great wow. day. It sure was. You know, I always know that. I know people always think of the kids who are receiving them, but I can't help but think of the parents who are so relieved that their children have something to open on Christmas Day. That's, uh, that's sure. where it really, really hits home. That would take important. a lot of pressure off. Yes. Yes. For the adults. So, yes. so Randy, as far yeah. as handling, I can't imagine uh, trying to sort all these toys out by age range. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, and, and you're distributing toys what days this week? Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of this week coming up, and then a week from Monday is what we're calling our last chance day. That's when uh, the last few who weren't able to sign up during the actual sign-up time that we're just making sure that everyone gets a chance to get something. And, yeah, you mentioned okay. all the sorting stuff. That's our, that's our friend Al. Uh, our board chairman, Al Vogel, saying that he is our dock manager when it comes to the Christmas toy things, and he's got a crew going. Uh, still need more help, so if there's someone out there who has a, an hour or two they want to volunteer, please uh, give Jordan, our volunteer coordinator, a call, and uh, he would love to, to talk to you guys and, and get you scheduled to help out because we still are needing volunteers to help all this week. So, Can you tell us what Jordan's what number to call Jordan if you want to volunteer? Oh, absolutely. If you call him at our main office number, it's 217 217- Three seven three seven eight three two, and then Jordan's extension two five zero. Jordan Hall, he's our volunteer coordinator. He'll get you all scheduled and ready to go. Okay, that sounds cool. As far as the toy drive, then for this week, this is where people had to sign up a few weeks ago. So this exactly. week there there wouldn't be any last minutes. But you're saying uh, a week from Monday, there's an opportunity for people to walk in who hadn't signed up previously. And yeah, yeah. If there if there's still people in the community who, for whatever reason, some emergency has happened here at the last minute, uh, they've lost their job, uh, some drastic thing has happened, come in and talk to our uh, social services ministry director, Robin, and she's the one who's doing all the assessments for the last minute ones, and they can come in this week. I mean, they can come in and, and say, hey, I'm going to need help, but wouldn't they, they'll be actually coming back on Monday to get uh, whatever they're able to get. And again, okay, a week we have from plenty, Monday. again, the okay. Yeah, we, exactly, a week from Monday. So uh, our, the community has been amazingly generous, so we should be fine. But uh, we just want to make sure that everybody, especially all the kids, have something for Christmas. Because like you mentioned a moment ago, uh, the, the stress that it takes off of parents, that's what we're after. Because we want yeah. them not to have to make a decision between do I buy food or do I buy toys? Do I pay the mm-hmm. rent or do I buy toys? No, no, no. You take care of the bills, the essentials. We'll help you with Christmas. We've got this. So, that's yeah, that's wonderful. what it's about. And the Salvation Army helps with uh, things like that throughout the year. How is the Red Kettle campaign going? Do you still have slots that family members can go ahead and do together, or uh, or are they all filled up? Any stories oh, no, about no, gold been... coins showing up? Not yet. We have had, we have gotten some silver coins. We've gotten two different uh, actual American Eagle silver coins that came in the kettle so far, but no gold coins yet. And yes, cool. there are slots where people, if they're interested in volunteering this last week, uh, again, they go to register to ring. That's register to ring.com, and they can volunteer at the site they like, the time they like, and still be able to fill that up. Today's probably the only day 
that we don't have any slots because of the Rotary Club. But other than today, all next week and then the 23rd and the 24th, we're still taking volunteers. So absolutely. Thank you for asking. All right. Thanks, Major Randy. So, again, reminder well, that. Oh, yeah. Let me ask one quick plant question then. Uh, <laughs> live Christmas trees, how often should you water them? You want to check that daily just to okay. be sure. Because so. you said they can take up to a, even a gallon sometimes? Yeah. Of water I mean, at first? You, you never, ever want it to run out of water. Um, if you do, okay. then okay. it's going to callous over, and then you're just not going to be flowing very well. So we always recommend a fresh cut immediately before you bring it in the house and before you put it in water. Um, and then, like John said, fill it with water and never let it run out. Yeah, just check it every okay. day. Okay. Yeah. All right. I sure will. Well, again, I just want to especially from the Salvation Army thank Prairie Gardens and all of you guys for support. You guys have been a huge partner and, and a great help. So thank you all and have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Randy. Merry thank Christmas. you so Merry much Christmas, for everything Randy. you guys are doing. Yes. Thank you. Our pleasure. All right. Have a great day. Thank you. All right. You, you bet. That was a Major Randy Summit with the local Salvation Army. So, they, and again, they were out here last Saturday with the little brass band and Salvation Army. Awesome. Band. I got to listen to them for just a yeah. tiny minute. Neat. Yeah, it was How really fun. fabulous. <laughs> yeah, we've and, had a great guy this week. He's so enthusiastic. He's out there oh, all the time. Ringing his bell. And yeah. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And then the uh, Santa bags, you have just some left. Yeah, there's a, a nice little selection. We've been making sure we've been trading uh, styles around between the stores to make sure there's not just all this or all that. So I think there's, what, five-ish? Five or six styles left, I believe. Um, yeah. and, and, and just, I don't know how many of each, but, you know, if we could sell another 50 or 100 this week, that would be, that this weekend, would that would be, be great. Awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's doable. So. Yeah. Uh, has things kind of like ex express mail to the North Pole and very durable sacks, too. Yeah, yeah. they are. Bags. They're, yep, they're, they're nice, very heavyweight. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Canvas tote bag. Little No, it's larger than a tote bag. It's a Santa bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. 356-9397 is our phone number. Or you can text at 351-5357. Teacher, teacher, he has a question. Uh, gardening. For a sec, for, oh. for just a bit here. So I was uh, positioning uh, to plant a few more evergreen trees. You know, so I got some holes dug last Sunday afternoon. Good for you. Uh, wow. Have them in place. Wow. Uh, put them in place this morning. You know, out there at six thirty and of course six thirty and seven fifteen. So at daybreak. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a little before daybreak. We were, we were headlight activity yeah, you were. Or at, at 6.30. But, uh, I know what he's getting for Christmas, <laughs> a helmet with a headlight on it. Oh, yeah. that's good, like Cut miners. the circulation too much. Yeah. Uh. So, into that. But anyway, um, so I'm in a position to plant them hopefully tomorrow afternoon. And, Perfect. And I'll just water them in real well. It'll be fine. Uh, the ground is uh, not frozen. by any, There's a little bit of crunch here and there, uh, depending upon if if it's elevated or, or not elevated right. and what's mm -hmm. going on. So that's going to be great for anybody who still wants to plant a tree. And, and uh, you and John basically redid the front of the store yesterday. And a lot of the potted evergreen trees that we have up there that people could garden with now or use for a live potted tree inside Christmas the house tree, for right? a couple of days, 
it'd be a great time to go ahead and dig the hole. Yes, um, it would. And yeah. if you want to put the soil in a wheelbarrow, put it in a garage or a shed, someplace where it's not going to freeze, uh, keep the tree outdoors, well watered. Yep. Uh, uh, you could even keep it in a cool garage or shed if you wanted to. And then uh, literally for 24 to maybe 72 hours, if you want to bring it in right at Christmas time inside the home. Yeah. Uh, make sure it doesn't dry out, but it probably wouldn't within those uh, no. two or three days. And then uh, get it back outside to a cool place. And if you could plant it right away, great. And if you can't, just keep it cool and moist yep. outside until you can't get it planted. But yeah. smart yep. to dig the hole in it in advance. That's oh, just for sure. a perfect thing to do. Perfect timing. And I think the soil temps at the 4 and 8-inch levels are in the mid-40s. So it's plenty. This is the plenty warm, or the soil is. Absolutely. The yep. air could be a little warm. Well, the, the, just think yeah, if you know. got a... a big thick layer of mulch on it after yeah. planting and you'd hold in that that heat a little bit yeah, and you have sure. uh, possibly some rooting activity still yep. yeah they're, they're beautiful trees uh i've been suggesting people also you know keep it on your porch or patio f- for decor just up until time and then sure and then uh That's a good get idea. it in the ground mm-hmm. enjoy it the whole time don't sure. hide it in the garage put it out there no. on the porch Gosh, or the patio. No. yeah mm-hmm. then it gets a little bit of sunshine too which yeah, I'm which assuming it, doesn't hurt. You know, it. Is it too? You know, everybody likes a little bit of sunshine, but those things are sleeping enough. We're probably not too much of a factor with those right now. But yeah. we've got some nice Serbian spruce. Serbian spruce are beautiful. A few beautiful. white pine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't Con- know if there's any concolor. Concolor, yeah. Concolor is beautiful. Those are great. So three nice potted evergreens, and then, of course we have the Alberta spruce that we've been selling hundreds of. Uh, so we have two sizes still. Literally. Uh, we've got the. 1997 size in a three-gallon pot, which is a great deal. And then we've got a five-gallon pot for 39.97. And John, yep. didn't we get some gallons back? There's a few. We grabbed a few out of the Terre Haute market. Yeah. But yeah, we have about ten or twelve. Like yeah, things. it's like ten or twenty. So yeah. I wasn't it's they're those, cute. Anyway. So you can well, do a little yeah. row or a little gathering if you want to. Or well, yeah. you could just put it on the table <laughs> as a decoration. A little gathering of trees. Gathering of trees. Yeah. Tim in Urbana is phoning in. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, good morning, plan experts. Good morning. My question, my question to you is, I probably talked to you, each one of you individually, but my question is bagworms on mm. evergreens and pervasively through spruce. Um, once they take hold, um, if anybody's listening, you, you have to spray the bagworm when they're out of the bag, usually in the evening, to kill them. So give me an idea of control, or is there a different evergreen to plant that will not take the bagworm in central Illinois? (laughs) I'm not aware of an evergreen that couldn't get a bagworm. Of course, you see them on some evergreens a little bit more prevalent than some others, but I think they can get on any one, and they're certainly not restricted to evergreens at all. Well, I I have them on camisipras. In fact, I hit, I need to go out and pick them off right away. Well, when I was planting this morning, I I've plucked off two off a of concolor fir. See, so so like you know, and I've seen them on white pine they and of course junipers and arborvitae are no. notorious. Yeah. Uh, for getting so, so Tim, if it makes you feel any better, I've seen them hanging off of a, a, a chain link fence. So you know that's that's really desperate. But yeah, that they, is desperate. they'll make their little houses anywhere they want. Yeah. So if you can physically remove them now. Uh, it's great, and, and and I've been keeping my eyes open for them. And I thought mm-hmm. I, I, I found a few earlier this fall. 
And I thought I got them all, but then all of a sudden you turn around, it's like, whoa. There they are. And it didn't just appear. I just oh, missed it. Oh, I better go so check So keep scouting and, uh, yeah, and I, remove them. And, and when you remove them, don't just throw them on the ground. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, no. Take pleasure and burn destroy them. them. Yeah, burn them. Burn, burn them, baby. Burn them. Yeah. yeah. Burn them, smash yeah. them, whatever you want to do. Car- carry a little Ziploc them. bag with you and just dump them in there and then take that to a little fire. Burn. Well, wow. I, I, I know it's I grizzly, guess. but. Is, is, it, do, is there a certain condition with the weather? It, it doesn't matter, but it seems like when it's dry, I've noticed more on on the blue spruce because we've lost a couple. Um, once they take hold, even pulling them off, which I've already done, but they get a grip on the tree and then the tree's gone. Well, so, the, blue, the blue spruce, frankly, probably have bigger problems than bagworms right now with some of the fungus diseases that are affecting it, uh, especially rhizosphera. But if you can't physically remove them when you see the bags, and if you do want to spray, you'd want to spray next summer, like you said, typically in the evening towards dusk mm-hmm. when they're feeding. And it's going to be sometime in June or sometime in early July. depends upon the year. And as far as seems like they're worse when it's dry, I don't know if that's exactly, but I do feel that when it's dry, there's fewer natural problems that uh, impact bugs. So whether it's spider mites or maybe bagworms, I'm not sure with the bagworms, but with certainly with mites and other insects, when there's less rain, uh, they seem to thrive more when there's uh, dry conditions because they don't have as many diseases uh, that actually impact their life cycle themselves. So hmm. I think they're a little bit more free to breed and feed and do their thing. So BT in June well, or yeah. July and hand pick them. And burn, and baby burn. Yep, scouting is well, really important too. Huge. I, yeah. I guess my question is, or my my um condition to uh, be able to eliminate them is usually plant a dwarf. That way you can see them. When, you know, when you get 8, 10 feet tall, it's, it's harder for an older person to get up to remove the tree. And, even a, sh- to, even to and a short person. Careful with that older right. person well, stuff, guy. But, no, no I'll, yeah, I, you, you know, you got a point. Because I can't tell you how many people I've, I've talked to that say, yeah, but they're 15 feet in the air. I can't get those. Yes. When I, when I say, yeah, you really do have to remove all the bags. Well, sometimes that is just physically impossible. So, yeah, I have this little trough of four little tiny conifers, campus I think a campus cypress and spruce. And I'll be darned. I mean, they're only like 10 inches tall. They're little tiny things. But there was a bagworm hanging off of one of them this year. It's wow. like, really, guy? Come on. There's eight needles on that tree. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so yeah, you're right. Information at least, yep. at least you know um, it's it's kind of a it's a catch twenty two on control, but um, I had to bring it up. So now just no, keep at it. For, there's my question for Saturday. Yeah, you thanks. know what, Tim? Merry Christmas, I appreciate Tim. It. Merry Christmas, yeah, Tim. thanks. Merry Christmas. Bye. Mm, bye bye. <laughs> Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number. It's Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Now you mentioned a sp- pick them off and a spray. Is there any kind of systemic that you might be able to put? You could apply a systemic to the soil, and you may have some control. But the BT, the Bacillus thuringiensis spray that Marianne mentioned, is the most effective control for bagworms okay. uh, when you want to spray, and that's a topical application. And again. In the evening when the crawlers are out, 
It's going to be sometime in June, maybe early July. Can you just attach it to your garden hose? Or? Uh, you can spray with a tank sprayer. You could use it with a hose end sprayer. Uh, I gotcha. Whatever will allow you to reach the height and you want to saturate the tree. Yeah. And okay. the higher it is, the longer you better have a range sprayer to, oh, sure. to reach. <laughs> right. So. And like John said, the scouting is just hugely important. I was putting on Christmas lights outside a couple of days ago, and yeah, I found some bagworms. Really? Yeah. I'm glad you guys are bringing it up. I'm glad Tim brought it up because yeah, for sure. I need to go and scout. Who thinks about going out and looking at your evergreens in December, yeah, mm-hmm. to, to look for bugs? I, I, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah I, mean, I see them all the time when I'm on my dog walks, and I think, oh, I hope those people know that those are on there. You, you don't know. have a pre-printed note <laughs> no, that's a I should drop a, drop a note laminated and weatherproof that you could just yeah. tie on the plants. Drop yeah, your neighbor's houses. Put on their doorknob. Yeah. <laughs> That's a yeah. good idea, John. You should do yeah. that. Your friendly local plant expert. Yeah. John I would appreciate that. Yeah. So, speaking of friendly local plant expert, did you get anything uh, done Tuesday? Well, or Wednesday, I mean? You know, there's only so much time in the day. Really? I'm, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm yeah. just, just asking if you yeah. got out there He's, and got the last of your frozen pumpkin up or something. I did. Uh, the last of the pumpkins are going in the chickens. They're eating them. All right. Nice. Yeah. Wait, so I'm so glad that. you have chickens. Me too. Well. Really? Sort of. Really? <laughs> they make nice compost. <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is basically uh, it was not a day for... I picked leaves out of my porch pots. Okay. So they look nice and right. enjoyed. Enjoyed. Enjoyed the day. I did. Nice. It was nice out. I had a lot of stuff to do. So, you know, I thought, why not just enjoy instead of trying to work? Mm -hmm. There you go. Marianne, anything? Well, a little bit of, well, visually. So I didn't actually physically do anything, but visually I did stuff. You visualized stuff? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. This is is a great time when when all the deciduous stuff is down and the leaves are gone. Well, mostly they're gone. Um, but you can say, oh, you know what, that really didn't work so well. So, and this is where I'm telling you guys, everybody, listen, just have a digital camera or use your phone. Take pictures during the growing season because mm-hmm. it's easy to forget. In just a month or two, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's what was there? Oh, yeah. You're absolutely so right. It, it's like a great time uh, pruning. I've done from my house, looking looking outside from windows that you or rooms that you're in and the windows it, that's a good way to plan because that's what you want to have right, you know, when you look out a window. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just as important as when you're outside and enjoying a, an outdoor space. Just as important to have it right that way, but it also your view from the house. Right. So that'll help me when I finally decide where to plant my bulbs if I get them in in time. Let's go to the phone lines at 356-9397. And Bill in Rantoul is phoning in. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Good. Bill, I'm doing wonderful. How about you folks? Oh, we're doing great. great. Bill, how are your tomatoes looking? Uh, they're about done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the reason I'm calling, about a month ago, I planted um, uh, a hard maple tree. I got a bulb tree, about two and a half inch in diameter, about 12, 14 foot tall. Uh, should I continue to water that as, uh, until it freezes or not? I would. I Absolutely. would. Um, I mean, it's pretty have, easy to, to get some water out to it. So. No, I, I would. You know, certainly with the temperatures we're having, you're not having a lot of evaporation. And 
loss of moisture out of the soil. But I'd still, if not every 10 days, two weeks, I'd give it a, a good soaking where I'm applying a couple inches of water to it. Yeah, I think okay, I would too yeah, about every other a, week. Yeah. Yeah, it's been about two weeks since I watered it. I put about 15, maybe close to 20 gallons on it, and I'm just watering around the drip line. Is that the correct way to do that? I wouldn't water just the drip line. I'd water the whole ball and, and then out okay. into the soil a couple, three feet at least uh, on each side okay. of the tree to keep it nice and moist. Okay. And then as far as uh, the volume, to me, 15 to 20 gallons on that large of a tree seems a little bit on the short end. I would be heavier than that. Wow. And you, of course, mulched really well when you planted, right? Yeah, I, uh, my neighbor's got one of them uh, leaf rakes you pull behind your mower, and he yeah. put about, oh, he got, I got about three bags of that from him, and I've got, oh, I got six or seven inches of leaves on Oh, right nice. Now, okay. Yeah, yeah, so. that's good. That'll yeah. be good. And okay. As far as uh, wrapping the trunk, Bill, okay. did you by chance wrap the trunk? Yes. Okay, Perfect. great. No, you, you, you're talking about that bark wrap you put all the way up? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I put that on, yeah. That's great. That's perfect. good. Sounds like you're you're doing perfectly. Right on top of it. Yeah, we'll see if it blooms, see if it comes out this spring. It will. I think it will. And the only thing to consider would be staking. And if it's a and b tree and it's heavier like that, it may not be as critical if it was a container-grown tree, but that would be the only thing I'd I'd probably be tempted it's to do. B &B. It's B&B, &B and I did stake it. Awesome. Oh, perfect. There you go. Well, could you be on the show next week, Bill? Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, thank you, on. thank you, folks, and have a good uh, have a good holiday season. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you too. very much, Bill. Merry Christmas. Three five six nine three nine seven. See, it is the right time for planting. Yeah, that was just perfect. He, he did, did everything, everything right. right. That that's just so comforting, especially coming from an expert. I know that a, a few times that's happened to me, where I come in and you say, "Yep, you're doing everything right." And I'm like, <gasps> "How did that happen?" I am. <laughs> but I'm seriously, Tamara, you have got to get your bulbs in the ground. Yeah. I know. No, you're telling me. I did. I told you uh -huh. last week. You got yours in. I know. And Which before was maybe January. the second time in my entire life that I've gotten bulbs in the ground before January. <laughs> I'm impressed. I truly am. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, Why? I wanted to get out yesterday, and, uh, but we were doing so much yard cleanup. Oh, gosh. It's, just, just it's been one of those years. Yeah, yard cleanup has just been continuous. It started late, obviously yes. ending late. Yep. It did start Crazy. late. Right. So, speaking of doing things right, we kind of covered most of the outside stuff. So, a great time to clean up, water your evergreens in particular, water new plants, still plant some stuff if you want to. Wrapping trees. Uh, wrapping trees. Uh, if you didn't apply the systemic insecticide, you want to do that around some things. I'd still get it done this fall. Huh. Um, so, you know, those would be more on my list besides picking leaves out of the porch pots and that kind of mm -hmm. thing. It's important. Thing. Yeah, the it's to look nice. Yeah, they look that good. You got to keep them up. Uh, back to inside, though. We're talk a little bit about Christmas cactus care, poinsettia care, houseplant care. I am um, so surprised. I you may have mentioned this before, but it just didn't register. Christmas cactus are cacti are uh, succulents. I thought they were actually cactus, but am I right? 
They're succulents? I would call them no. succulents. Okay. Y'all yeah. are looking at me funny. No. <laughs> Nobody's saying anything. No. <laughs> well, they don't have thorns. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, but we have, we have a, a prickly pear out there that doesn't have thorns. That's true. You're right. We've got some uh, pencil cactus that don't have thorns. Yeah, that's true. So there. All right. So, but anyway... And, 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 and really, does it really matter whether it's a cactus or a succulent? It, I guess it does from a, a little bit, but you're going to water it differently. Um, a cactus, you'll let dry out more, more completely than you more, would a, yeah. a succulent. Bone dry. A bone dry on that. <laughs> or a succulent, dry. you wouldn't want to have bone dry. But, you know, just in terms of fertilizing in general, I had a customer in yesterday who had a small um, deciduous bonsai. Uh, in his house, and it had dried out. It was probably a ficus. He wasn't sure what it was exactly. And uh, so he moved it away from the register vent, which was smart. Mm, smart. You know, ficus don't like to be moved around here or there, but he's got another bright spot in the house that he's moved it to. It may have some issues with the move, but, you know, I think it had to get away from that register vent, that mm. uh, forced air heat hitting it. And he was wanting to fertilize it, and um, I talked him out of spending his money on that. Um, no reason to do that this time of year because everything has to be in balance when it comes to plant growth. So you've got to take into consideration temperature and light level and day length and moisture levels and fertility levels. And there's no reason to have a high fertility level, but then, hey, we've got really short days, cloudy gray days where there's just not a whole lot of light. Maybe the room's a little bit cooler. So there's really no reason to do that. You're going to cause more damage than you are good. Not to mention that if a plant really got stressed and, and dried out and it's showing some symptoms in the leaves, the last thing I do would do would be to fertilize it. I would let it try and come back along naturally. Oh, for sure. Oh, okay. That's everybody's first reaction when, when a plant looks not right, a house plant looks not right. Oh, we need to fertilize it. It needs food. That's not always what needs to happen to a houseplant. Huh. No. Sometimes you just have to baby it a little bit with the water thing, and, um, the light situation, um, mm -hmm. uh, heat vents like Steve was just talking about. And there's Staying other away. things sure. I mean, to be done. Just on that extreme, it got too dry, but it can be the other way. It can be too wet. Which yeah. is more common. Which yeah. happens. Uh, we've, I've had several questions about uh, soil gnats in the last oh, week. Oh, yeah. And that's usually an indication of too moist of a soil, too wet, hmm. waterlogged. So, my and, and describe a customer what a soil gnat or a, a fungus gnat would. Little teeny teeny tiny flies. Dark little dark things. Yeah. Keep, or, or, keep keep your tiny. mouth closed when yeah, you're working around them. Yeah, seriously, keep your mouth Ew. closed. And and mostly what I suggest is the soil has become too compacted it's decomposed too much uh -huh. or maybe it didn't start out to be the best soil in the first place so get a good potting soil take all the soil off or as much as you can from the the, the container that's affected and wash the container out and put new soil repot your plant in new soil this okay. isn't the optimum time to be doing that but if you have soil nests that's probably what you should be doing and okay. the adults themselves are not feeding on the plant but they have larvae that are living in the soil that are feeding on the roots of the plant. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, yeah. and the systemic insecticide, even though it's going to be translocated up and absorbed by the plant, should have some impact on the larvae in the soil, I would think. 
It's not listed for soil nets, is it? Uh, the the systemic is listed for it. Oh, the systemic is, but yes. one of the insecticidal soaps aren't. Or not. No. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. And you said go ahead and wash the planter, but then how should you the, go ahead? The pot. The container that you have it in. And okay. So you're making sure that you get rid of any insects that might have been in the soil. You're going to wash the, the plant off as well? Um, I don't know if I'd wash the plant. I, what do you yeah. think? Would you wash the roots of a plant? It seems well, extreme to me yeah. and that you have a greater chance of causing more damage by I, disturbing the roots than okay. you do yeah, by I trying so. to correct your watering. Yeah. And like John was saying, you know, water a little bit more sparingly. Let it become more dry in between waterings. Uh, uh, make sure it's a high-quality pine soil, like Marianne was saying. Um, perhaps apply the systemic insecticide to the soil and kill the larvae out that way. Okay. Uh, but I'd probably hit them, hit them that way. But if you if you tend to run, let your plants run on the dry side, I don't think you'll ever really have them be a problem. Exactly. Shouldn't have it. Yeah. Yeah. But we have uh, not to change the subject. But I'm changing the subject. Okay. We have some beautiful poinsettias. Oh, they're stunning. Poinsettias. Yes. Beautiful poinsettias. Taking them home, be careful not to get them, let them expose them to the cold air. So make sure they're wrapped while you're taking them out to your car because it doesn't take long for those guys to get damaged. They simply do not like cold they weather. They don't like the cold. Okay. And when and you get them home, keep them out of drafts, whether it's cold or, or heat. Don't have it right by the front door with the door opening on it all the time. Huh? That's right. Okay. Yeah. Don't have it near a register. Correct. But temperature-wise, pretty flexible, really, as far as inside the home. So if the home's cooler in the low 60s or if it's warmer in the upper 70s, as long as it's not right by a register vent or a cold draft or something like that, they're going to do okay. Should do okay. Bright light. Don't put it in direct sun. Okay. And watch the watering. So... Water it heavily and thoroughly. Maybe take it over to the sink and water it real well. Let it drain out. Make sure there's no water collecting in that decorative cover or pot that it's in. Mm -hmm. And then put it back in place. What a great little hostess gift. We have a little four-inch pots that you could slip into a decorative pot. Just so cute. Oh, yeah, they're great. Absolutely. That is nice. Or or the six-inch, which would be a nice little tabletop decoration. Yeah. Or the 1999 ones. Aren't those awesome? They're two or three feet tall. Yeah. Use them for a Christmas tree. Sure. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So great selection of poinsettias still. And um, the colors, too. It's not just your basic red. Oh, I was red, talking about although... Norfolk Island pines. I'm sorry. <laughs> but also poinsettias. <laughs> I changed the subject again just like that. Okay. Without yeah. letting and anyone the, the know. The beauty is she didn't really even change the subject. She just <laughs> changed what she was thinking about. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. We had to be was... in your mind to, to figure that out. Yeah. Are you guys not reading my mind? Come on. Get with it, would you? <laughs> <laughs> we had the poinsettias, which are great color, and the Norfolk Island pines, which are also a great little gift, or, or use them as a Christmas tree, like I was mentioning in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking poinsettia as a Christmas tree. Oh, okay. It's a look. Hey, you know what? Yeah, it is. You learned that term. That's a great decorating term. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I have actually seen a poinsettia Christmas tree. Okay, it was in a mall, and it was about 15 feet tall. No, it was about 20 feet tall. They, you know, a wire frame and all these points in them. Okay. It was just beautiful. That's really, it I'll was really bet. awesome. That would be beautiful. Yeah. You don't have one of those in your house yet? I don't think so. Yet. Okay. Keyword. No. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, yet. <laughs> exactly. 
356-9397 is our phone number, and I think we have just a few more minutes if uh, if there are any questions out there you wanted to call in. Hey, one thing we didn't mention, too, uh, last Saturday we talked about this, that uh, Rob DeLong and his wife Kim are retiring down the road at Framers Market oh, yeah. here in Champaign. It's, so it's on uh, Springfield Avenue, uh, just east of Prospect there on the south side of the road. But they've been in the framing business, doing a great job working with uh, – other businesses and individuals and artists in the community for over 35 years, and uh, they're retiring, and they have a sale going on. So today and tomorrow is the second weekend of their clearing out sale. They have a lot of neat artwork, prints, uh, uh, sculptures, you name it, and I believe they're all 75% off. Holy cow. Today wow. and tomorrow, and I think today is like 10 to 4, tomorrow's like 12 to 4, I believe. Oh, so I could make it down there this morning. So you could make it down you there, and go. then... Prairie Gardens is offering, if you buy any of the pieces of art down there and you want to have it framed, uh, bring your receipt in and, and we'll do the 20% off the entire custom framing order. That's really cool because the these guys do such a fabulous job of framing. Here. They do. They really do. Yeah. And they have a wonderful eye for matting and, oh, and picking yeah. out just the right mat that will either blend or just really make a photo or a, a picture pop exactly the right frame all of yes it. they're just these guys are just great yeah they really are mm-hmm. that's cool so a lot of neat things with that i'm really decorating christmas wise inside and out i think we've got you covered pretty well still yeah mm-hmm. i think uh we're set there you know and even if you are hosting a party you have uh, little touches here and there that you just get great ideas from and some like you have a, a basket just right there uh that can hold if a plate, you know, plates or candles or, you know, whatever for serving, you know, a few hors d'oeuvres or whatnot. There you go. Just walk around the oh. store and get ideas. I, honestly, mm-hmm. the, the the people who do the merchandising in here just have done a fabulous job yet again. Yes. So just walk around and get ideas. Check out prairiegardens.com. I think there's a uh, coupon in there for some specials over in the boutique uh, in the Women's clothing and jewelry area. Nice. So go to prairiegardens.com, and I think you'll see something there for that. If you can't find something in the boutique, you're you got your eyes closed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Mona will help you. I'll tell you why. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, the boutique is fabulous. Hey, I have one nature-related subject to talk about really fast. Yes. Okay. So in January, January fifteenth, it begins. Uh, it's a course on winter beekeeping. A that beginner course, a oh, beginner course on beekeeping. So, and, and it's on January fifteenth. You said it begins on January fifteenth. Uh, Central Eastern Illinois Beekeepers Association are sponsoring it. It's four consecutive Wednesdays. It's a fifty dollars sign up. So, if you're ever interested in bees uh, or how to become a beekeeper, yeah, you know, this is the way to start. Huh? And Beekeeping's become very popular. Yeah. Um, and I, I know Rena's been in uh, several years during the winter, and just because the winters were so horrible, bees were really damaged considerably. Oh, so many hives hives, were, yeah. yeah, yeah, just mm. considerably so, totally and, lost. Yeah, and and those of you may recall, Rena's been on the radio show with us a couple times, and just an immense knowledge in terms of all things bees. Mm. And, oh my gosh, uh, yes. and she's a great gardener too. So, so for she that. Is. Uh, where should people so, sign up? Uh, she can sign, you can sign up at Facebook, uh, Central Eastern Illinois Beekeeping Association, or you could call here and we can get you the info on how to sign up. Okay, great. 
All right, Snow Queen Snow making Queen. appearance here She's today. She's here from 10 to 2, free. 10 to 2. Mrs. Bringing Claus your kids also. in your pictures at Mrs. Claus at 2 o'clock, story yeah. time. So, again, bring in your, your phone, take your pictures, enjoy it. Yeah, have fun. Have a lot of fun. Milk yeah. and cookie in Mrs. Claus at 2 Ooh, yeah, honey. Oh, yeah. yay. Hot cocoa bars and reindeer. <laughs> That's all happening just today here at Prairie Gardens. We are at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign where it is totally Christmas and they can help you in any area with that. This has been Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with the experts Steve Brown, John Weisgarver, Marianne Metz. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Blake Landa. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Have a wonderful weekend.